for all of that first, because I want to thank you for the technology also that enables me to bring God's word this way. And Father, just thank you that you still bring us together to worship you in spirit and truth. Help us to do that today. There are many in this service that have concerns and burdens. Help us just to lay those aside during this time especially and trust those to you. Having done so, to just turn our attention and our thoughts to worshiping you in spirit and in the truth. Help us to do that through your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Brother Chris. Good morning. It's so great to have you with us today. We're blessed to be in God's house. We got some visitors with us today and some folks who haven't been able to be with us in a little while. And so we're just so glad that you all are here today. And we are here to worship Him. We are here to encourage one another and fellowship with one another. And we are here to hear God's Word who, that uh, the preacher is going to bring to us in just a little bit. But first, we're going to sing of His love with I Could Sing of Your Love Forever. Let's stand together as we sing. Over the mountains and the sea, your river runs with love for me. And I will open up my heart and let the healer set me free. I'm happy to be in the truth, and I will daily lift my hands. For I will always sing of when your love came down. I could sing of your love forever. 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 Over the mountains and the sea, your river runs with love for me. And I will open up my heart and let the healer set me free. I'm happy to be in the truth, and I will daily lift my hands. For I will always sing of when your love came down. I could sing of your love forever. 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 My Jesus, I love thee. I know thou art mine. For thee, all the follies of sin I resign. My gracious Redeemer, my Savior art thou. If ever I love thee, my Jesus, tis now. I love thee because thou hast first loved me. Thorns on thy brow. 
Jesus, tis now. I'm going to ask you to have a seat. We're going to enter into a time of prayer. And as we pray, just think about the words of these songs that we're singing. It's all about Jesus. It's all about Him. He's the reason we're here. We're not here to look good. We're not here to have fun. We're not here just because we have nothing better to do. We're here for Jesus Christ. To praise Him. And to get to know Him better. Because He is the center of our existence. He is the reason we live. And without Him we have nothing. And just like that song says, He is the fragrance after the rain. Heavenly Father, we are gathered in Your house today. We are not worthy to be here. We are sinners, Father. We have disobeyed You. We have uh, sinned against You. But You love us, Father, and You have forgiven us when we did not deserve that mercy. And so we come this morning praising Your name, praising You for who You are and what You have done for us. And as we are here in this worship hour, help us to put aside the things of this world that beset us. There's so many troubles going on in this world, Father. Things that are out of our control. Things that seems to be absolute chaos all around us. But we come to you because we know you have peace. We know you have joy. And we ask you now to give us that peace. Give us that joy. And as we praise you, may our words be pleasing. May our hearts be lifted up to you and glorify you for all that you do for us. And as we hear your word, help us to live it in our lives. Help us to apply it, to shine your light to those around us so that they can have that peace and the joy that we have, which only comes from you. The world is searching for peace, Father. The world is searching for hope, and we have it. We have the hope that is above all other hopes. We have the joy that can outlast everything. And we want to share that with them so they too can know you and can worship you and have your peace. Thank you for all that you do for us. Help us to glorify you in this hour. And as we continue to praise, may our thoughts be centered on you and you alone. For it's in your name that we pray. Amen. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. There's just something about that name. Master, Savior, Jesus, like the fragrance after the rain. Jesus, 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 let all heaven and earth proclaim. Kings and kingdoms will all pass away, but there's something about that name. Kings and kingdoms. Kings and kingdoms will all pass away, but there's something about that name. Let's just praise the Lord. 
that if we are faithful to him, he will be faithful to us and he will rain down showers of blessing. Let's stand together and sing. There shall be showers of blessing. There shall be showers of blessing. This is the promise of love. There shall be seasons refreshing sent from the Savior above. Showers of blessing, showers of blessing we need. Mercy drops round us are falling, but for the showers we plead. There shall be showers of blessing, send them upon us, O Lord. Grant to us now a refreshing, come and now honor thy word. Showers of blessing, showers of blessing we need. Mercy drops round us are falling, but for the showers we plead. There shall be showers of blessing, oh that today they might fall. Now as to God we're confessing, now as on Jesus we call. Showers of blessing, showers of blessing we need. Mercy drops round us are falling, but for the showers we plead. And we make the promise to be faithful to Him. We will not be, uh, we will not be tempted by the world. We resolve to no longer linger, but to pursue Him and Him alone. Let's sing this together. I am resolved no longer to linger, charmed by the world's delight. Things that are higher, things that are nobler, these have allured my sight. I will hasten to Him, hasten so glad and free. Jesus, greatest, highest, I will come to Thee. I am resolved to go to the Savior, leaving my sin and strife. He is the true one, He is the just one, He hath the words of life. I will hasten to Him, hasten so glad and free. Jesus, greatest, highest, I will come to Thee. 
I am resolved to enter the kingdom, leaving the paths of sin. Friends may oppose me, foes may beset me, still will I enter in. I will hasten to him, hasten so glad and free. Jesus, greatest, highest, I will come to thee. I am resolved, and who will go with me? Come, friends, without delay. Taught by the Bible, led by the Spirit, we'll walk the heavenly way. I will hasten to him, hasten so glad and free. Jesus, greatest, highest, I will come to Thee. Amen. You may be seated. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, we're just thankful, Lord, for, for this day that You've given us, Lord, to be in Your house. And just thank You for being with us over this past week, Lord. We know that You're always with us. And we just thank you for that, Lord. And, Lord, as I think about how you gave your one and only Son, Lord, and that through him we can have eternal life, Lord, I just think about the worries of this world and how they just really don't matter, Lord, because we know you're in charge and that everything that happens, that, that you're in charge, Lord. And nothing happens without you knowing about it. And just thank you for being with us, Lord. Thank you for being with our church, Lord. And... I just pray for our offering today, Lord, that we use it, Lord, to glorify your name and that everything we do, Lord, will be for you. And I just pray in Jesus' name. Amen.
When I was a youth, my youth pastor used a faith analogy that had been around a while. You've probably heard it before, but he said, faith is like the tightrope walker who takes a chair out on the tightrope with him and he puts the chair on the tightrope. He said, it doesn't take faith to put that chair on the tightrope and balance it. It takes faith to sit in it. Now, I'm not going to be walking out on any tightropes anytime soon. I, I was not made for that. But uh, that's what it's like to have faith in God. We don't have all the answers. We don't always understand. Paul said it's because we're looking through a glass darkly. We don't really understand. But God has promised us that if we follow him, he will always lead us. He will always be with us. And so we take that on faith. And we do our best to follow him every day. Not because we know the answers. Not because we have all the answers. Not because we understand everything. But because we simply have faith. I believe you when you say your hand will guide my every way will I receive the words you say every moment of every day will I will walk by faith even when I cannot see well, because this broken road prepares your will for me, will help me to rid my endless fears. You've been so faithful for all of my years. With one breath, you make me new. Your grace covers all I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I will walk by faith even when I cannot see because this broken road prepares your will for me. Well, I'm broken, but I still see your face. And you've spoken, pouring your words of grace. Well, I will walk by faith, even when I cannot see. Well, because... This broken road prepares your will for me. Well, I will walk by faith even when I cannot see. Because this broken road 
fares your will for me. Well, I will walk by faith, and I will walk by faith, and I will walk by faith. Hallelujah. 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 And I Well, good morning again. We're so glad that you're here this Sunday in particular. I'm I'm glad we have a good group today. It's, of course, been challenging during the pandemic, but uh, we need, this is an unusual Sunday and that we're doing an extended responsive reading. I'll be uh, sermonizing a bit uh, during the points, and uh, we'll we'll be talking about how God created work, but I just want to uh, say that uh, we're we're glad to have Brother Greg Lauderdale and his family here. Uh, I only know the name because I was texting with Jerry Berger there in the back, and uh, I, you know, and I know I shouldn't have been playing with my phone, smartphone during church. But Brother Greg, I looked up your Facebook profile, and when Chris talked about the tightrope, I saw some very skilled young people at Space Coast, you know, going across something that looked like a tightrope. That's the last place I'd want to be. It sounded like Brother Chris uh, had a similar philosophy on that, but uh, I noticed we had about 16 friends in common, and I think probably some of them are sitting here in this room, so we're really glad that you and your family are with us today. If you will, this take your uh, handout. This is there's no fill in the blanks this week on the listening guide. In fact, it's going to be participation. I'm going to ask Brother Chris to come to the front and uh, help us on the uh, responsive reading. I'm going to be reading the part that says pastor, and he'll lead you in reading the part that says all. And I'm going to make some comments about each of the points. The first point is that. Uh, God created work and set the example of rest. We live in America, and uh, this not only infects uh, men, but to some degree women as well in modern society, men especially. We define ourselves sometimes by what we do. A man loses a job, and I've I've been there before. We we lose uh, a good bit of our identity. Now, there are exceptions. That's, That's not applicable to every man that uh, you know or that I've known, but uh, we we really define ourselves by what we do. And uh, there is such a thing as workaholism. I've had to kind of back myself off of that at times. It's easy to slip into that and be working in 24-7. But this first point is stating the truth, that God didn't intend for us to be working 24-7, that there is a principle of rest. So I'm going to begin reading this, and again, Brother Chris will help in the responsive part that says all. And God saw everything 
that he had made, and behold, it was very good. And the evening and the morning were the sixth day. Okay, uh, Brother Chris, can I ask you to go to the microphone? I, okay, I'll speak up a little more. I'll speak okay, up a little that's, more. That's good. Sorry about that. <laughs> and on the seventh day, God ended his work which he had made, and he rested from all his work which he had made. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. But the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord thy God. In it thou shalt not, thou shalt not do any work. For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea and all that is in them, and rested the seventh day. Wherefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. And it came to pass that Jesus went through the cornfields on the Sabbath day. And his disciples began as they went to pluck the ears of corn. And the Pharisees said unto him, Behold, why do they on the Sabbath day that which is not lawful? And he said unto them, The Sabbath was made for man, and not man for the Sabbath. Therefore the Son of Man is Lord also of the Sabbath. Turn over. All right. Point number two is that God created work, but man messed it up. And that's really humanity. That's Adam and Eve, our foreparents. And that is that they, it's very likely they had work in the Garden of Eden. In fact, they did. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. And God blessed them. And God said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it. And have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. And the Lord God planted a garden eastward in Eden, and there he put the man whom he had formed. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat. But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day thou eatest thereof thou shalt surely die. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was pleasant to the eyes and a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof and did eat and gave also unto her husband with her and he did eat. And the Lord God said unto Adam, because thou hast hearkened unto the voice of thy wife and hast eaten of the tree of which I commanded saying, thou shalt not eat of it. Cursed is the ground for thy sake. In sorrow shalt thou eat of it all the days of thy life. Thorns also and thistles shall it bring forth to thee, and thou shalt eat the herb of the field. In the sweat of thy face thou shalt eat bread, till thou return to the ground, for out of it thou wast taken. For dust thou art, and unto dust shalt thou return. Point number three is that God created work and commands work throughout the Bible. This is certainly true. God does value what we call industry, and that's not just an institution of business. That is, that is staying busy and productive in one's own life. Go to the ant, thou sluggard. Consider her ways and be wise. Which, having no guide, 
overseer or ruler provideth her meat in the summer and gathereth food in the harvest. How long wilt thou sleep, O sluggard? When wilt thou arise out of sleep? Yet a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to sleep. So shall thy poverty come as one who travels, and thy want as an armed man. The soul of the sluggard will not plow by reason of the cold. Therefore he shall beg in the harvest and have nothing. Neither did we eat any man's bread for naught, but wrought with labor and travail night and day, that we might not be chargeable to any of you. Not because we have not power, but to make ourselves an example unto you to follow us. For even when we were among you, this we commanded you, that if any would not work, neither should he eat. For we hear that there are some which walk among you disorderly, working not at all, but are busybodies. Now them that are such, we command, exhort by our Lord Jesus Christ, that with quietness they should work and eat their own bread. All right. Point number four is that God created work and commends it for both men and women. This that we'll be reading is from the Proverbs 31 passage. You probably have heard of the Proverbs 31 woman. This is often read at uh, funerals. It's also uh, properly read at other times, including a time like this or Mother's Day services. But this is a beautiful passage in Scripture. Who can find a virtuous woman for her price is far above rubies? She seeketh wool and flax and worketh willingly with her hands. She riseth while it is yet night, and giveth meat to her household, and a portion to her maidens. She considereth a field, and buyeth it. With the fruit of her hand she planteth a vineyard. She girdeth her loins with strength, and strengtheneth her arms. She layeth her hands to the spindle, and her hands hold the distaff. She stretcheth out her hand to the poor, yea, she reacheth forth her hands to the needy. She looketh well to the ways of her household, and eateth not the bread of idleness. Give her of the fruit of her hands, and let her own works praise her in the gates. Point number five is, I guess on this outline, maybe the most fascinating to me because it gives some historical Uh, glimpses at the kind of occupations that existed in Bible days. God created work and gives many examples of honorable occupations throughout the Bible. Abel was a keeper of sheep, but Cain was a tiller of the ground. And Samuel said unto Jesse, Are all thy children here? And Jesse said, There remaineth the youngest, and behold, he keepeth the sheep. And he sent and brought David in. Then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his brethren. And the Spirit of the Lord came upon David from that day forward. Then answered Amos and said, I was no prophet, neither was I a prophet's son, but I was a herdsman, a gatherer of sycamore fruit. And the Lord took me as I followed the flock And the Lord said unto me, Go prophesy unto my people Israel. The shepherds said one to another, Let us now go even unto Bethlehem, and see this thing which is come to pass, which the Lord hath made known unto us. 
And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning this child. And as Jesus passed by, he saw Levi, the son of Alphaeus, sitting at the receipt of custom and said unto him, Follow me. And Jesus, walking by the Sea of Galilee, saw two brethren, Simon called Peter and Andrew his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishers. And he saith unto them, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. Luke, the beloved physician. And Paul found a certain Jew named Aquila and his wife Priscilla, and came unto them. And because he was of the same craft, he abode with them and worked, for by occupation they were tent makers. Point number six, God created work, and we ought to work with love and faithfulness, anticipating the second coming. For I am now ready to be offered, and the time of my departure is at hand. I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. Henceforth there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day. And not to me only, but unto all them also that love his appearing. Point number seven, 